time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Pain Clinic for September 23rd. Holidays today, it's Autumn Equinox, which, you know, uh, Autumnal Equinox, that's going on. Also, uh, it is uh, Breakfast in Bed Day, uh, if you're doing that, kudos to you. It's uh, Checkers Day, Dogs and Politics Day, and it's Checkers, that would be uh, Richard Nixon's dog, somebody from the 60s and a long time ago, the 50s. But uh, International Rabbit Day and National Hunting and Fishing Day. Yeah, birthdays today, there are, there are quite, quite, a, quite a few. We've got uh, Matt Hardy. Uh, how old, Danger, how old do you think Matt Hardy is? 49. You are exactly right. Matt Hardy is 49 today. Kari Sane, 35. Angel Garza is 31 today. Pink Links brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria. How'd you guess that? Was it just luck? Uh it was luck. I was trying to, I knew he was younger than you would think he is, but older than most people. Than you think he is too. So, <laughs> uh, fame clinics brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, Don't Delight, Empire at Culver. Interested in roller derby? Want to be a skater? Officiate Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby. If you're to the men's team, it's Flower City Fear, F L O U R, flowercityfear.com. Always looking for more skaters to come skate with us. Hey, hey, welcome to the Saturday morning. It's pro wrestling talk here only on the Pain Clinic. Uh, uh, I'm your humble host, the Cash Man. I'm joined by Danger Boy. Danger, how are you doing this morning? Can't complain. Got another beautiful Saturday. Yeah, and we have uh, Rob Sanderson, the artiste, joining us as well. How are you doing this morning, Rob? I am here somewhere. Good morning. I see. You are. Your voice is here. That's good. It's nice and strong. Sounds good. So, uh, It's struggling this morning. Is it? Got to warm it up. Okay. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Okay. Uh, welcome to the show. We're here to talk the world of pro wrestling. And uh, just when you think there's nothing to talk about, WWE, uh, you know, kind of uh, has a whirlwind kind of a week as well as AEW. And we've got more than enough to talk about, but we are going to squeeze it in an hour, folks. So let's do it. Let's jump right in head first. Uh, the TKO merger happened last week. We talked about that last week. It was, uh, by the way, thank you, Jay-Z, for joining me. It was Jay-Z and myself. Uh, he was in a car in parts unknown, uh, probably some parking lot or park, I'm thinking. And uh, I was uh, here we're in my living room like I am every week. So Jay-Z joined us. Thank you so much for the help. But we talked all about how they were cutting uh, office folk 
uh, you know, d- trying to get rid of the jobs that more than more than two people were doing at the same time for TKO, which would be UFC as well as WWE. And that was last week. This week, uh, with the official merger officially being merged, uh, we got rid of a handful of talent. Unbelievable uh, names being released. And I will go through them real quick. There's just a couple I would like to focus on. Uh, to, to talk about uh, in particular, but uh, 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 I, there's some guys I don't even know. Like, uh, uh, what's it, Ikeman Jiro? Do you know Ikeman Jiro, Danger Boy? He was the guy with the coat in NXT. <laughs> there you go, the coat guy. Uh, Brooklyn Barlow, Ulisa uh, Leon, uh, Alexis Gray, Daniel MacArthur, uh, Kevin Ventura Cortez. Here's one, Shanky. Shanky's gone. I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw Shanky. Uh, Davocado, uh, Davocado, you might remember Davocado. He was the bouncer at, uh, raw after hours or whatever that show segment of raw. No, he was, he was a fighter. The bouncer was almost, Oh, oh, the bouncer. Omos. Okay. Omos. Okay. The bouncer was almost, he was a fighter. Uh, uh, Bryson Montana, uh, Dana Brooke being released this week. Uh, Mansoor, uh, uh, and of course if Mansoor's being released, that means Mace is being released. Uh, Quincy Elliott. Dolph Ziggler, uh, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Elias, and and his uh, different incarnations of Elias, which would be his brother. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Oh, I thought it was Phineas. I can't remember. It's one of those names. Uh, uh, Rick Boogs. Uh, uh, Riddick Moss. Top Dalla. Aliyah. Mustafa Ali. Emma. Matt Riddle last night. There, there's a handful of names. What, what do you guys think about this massive talent release? I know a lot of these guys we haven't seen on TV much, if at all, recently. But, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, it, some of the biggest stars in WWE uh, commented on Dolph Ziggler being released because Dolph Ziggler uh, having the third most matches in the history of WWE TV uh, which is a pretty big deal, but uh, you know uh, Matt Riddle last night. That doesn't really surprise me much with the, what we were talking about a couple weeks ago with his little incident at the airport. But uh, Danger, what do you think? Well, Riddle, from what everybody's saying, it was a matter of he had so many chances, he burned through all his chances, and this this last incident was just the final straw that they got him booted. Um, Ziggler, I, honestly, I can't say I'm surprised. I don't know if he's even going to continue wrestling. I, I think he will go join his brother and do some stuff in AEW, but he's also got a lot of outside stuff. He does. He does his comedy. He does all sorts of stuff. He was trying, he was trying to, he was going to leave last time his contract came up and got talked into re-signing. So uh, he only had like a year left on his contract. So I, it was only a matter of time till he was gone. A lot of the people, unfortunately we didn't see on TV anyways anymore. Uh, if you can find bits and pieces of the live stream that uh, Mason Monsois did, they uh, they were hilarious. And they went through everything that was supposed to happen with the, the maximum male models, everything that happened. You find out that Mansoor wasn't on TV because he wasn't allowed to lose, according to, with the Saudi deal. So that's that's something. Um, but a lot of people, unfortunately, and like there was conflicting reports on Mustafa Ali and why he was gone. And there might've been that promo he did a couple weeks ago. That was awesome. That I don't know why Fox officials would have, you know, freaked out about it, but uh, there's also talk that he was making main roster money and no one saw him coming back to the main roster. So that's something 
that that one surprises me. Other than that, unfortunately, I can't say we saw much of PB of any of them. So yeah, that were that were released, and it's unfortunate because there's some really good wrestlers in there. It's not like it's that surprising. Of course, they do it the same day they announce a new TV rights deal where they're going to make one point four billion dollars, and you know the pay per view coming from Australia that's going to make a ton of money. So they you know try to cover up with everything. Obviously, they release this later in the day, and that's that's what happens. Bob, you have any thoughts on uh, these massive amount of cuts? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll be honest, like, and I don't mean any disrespect by it, but I, I don't know who a lot of those names are. Um, and the ones that I do, I mean, I, I just wish it was a different situation where, like, somebody like Dolph Ziggler, who's given two decades to the company um, and done everything that he's been asked to do, like, wasn't just buried in the middle of a thursday afternoon list with a bunch of names i don't recognize like i i just think people like him deserve more um really really want to see him uh at least do aew if not some other stuff i, I think he's a great talent and he's i'm maybe top of the list in terms of people who have literally never worked outside of a wwe ring um that, that i think there's just so many possibilities out there that i would love to see happen um Shelton Benjamin somebody I would I would love to see at least do even a quick uh like AEW run um I really want to see him in Dalton Castle uh I really want to see like a, a few specific matches I don't think everybody needs to be you know grabbed up by AEW or Impact either um but I think there's some there's some good options there I just wish like I wish we were at the point where people were so hoping we were going to be a, like people could just ride out their contracts. Um, I, I really, the releases in the middle of the contract to me, like never look good. Um, but it's just, it's also weird that like you go through and you release all these people, but then like, you're also in the same week doing tryouts, including with some people that at least one person that I'm, I'm not a fan of. Um, but I don't know. It's the nature of the business, but like Danger said, like uh, the the thing that really irks me, I guess, is like, all right, let's announce that we're making all of this cash. We're swimming in the Scrooge McDuck money, and now's perfect timing to release all these people. Like, it's just it's a weird, <laughs> bad look to me to do that. At like, like space that out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, and I don't know why, like if they're not even announcing releases anymore, like they're kind of like hiding them at this point, even though they know that they're going to be reported and stuff. Yeah. Do we have to keep doing these like black Friday or like Thursday after mania or this week's like, do we have to do them all at once? Like to me, that's just like, I don't know if that's a, if that's a good look for anybody um, in it. Like, why don't you just, gradually release people as you decide like hey this person's not gonna they're not gonna get it or um you know whatever the case is and i don't did ziggler ask for his release a couple years ago and not get it i don't remember but i think his contract was coming up yeah he, he said he wasn't going to resign and then well got talked into resigning what about mustafa ali who set to was set for a match on the next nxt live event in two weeks you know that uh uh, you know, uh, well, Sean Michaels, you got to get out the eraser and erase that because, uh, well, yeah, that that's a very, I, 
how do you feel if you're Shawn Michaels or these people? Like, I'm sure they weren't the ones that were like, oh, yeah, let, let's get rid of him. Or like, finally, like he had requested his release before, didn't get it. Um, he's somebody I saw a lot for WWE um, <clears throat> on the indies in the Chicago area. And I think he's somebody now that WWE has helped really get his name out there compared to what it was before. But he's always been a great talent. And he's somebody that, I, I think, you know, now you'll start to see being in pretty good demand out there. Um, so that, that he's another one that I would love to love to see, you know, do a bunch of things now. Well, who now? Let yeah, me, the, what, I was just going to say with all those names who, you know, is, is new Japan an option for, I mean, I could see Shelton Benjamin going to new Japan, uh, but is, you know, new Japan, a place for them to go and kind of like, you know, get out of the United States market for like a year or something like that. Maybe go to new Japan, do a year, just a few of the bigger names. I think, you know, I mean, uh, it always, new Japan was always kind of like, I think whenever you'd talk to wrestlers, if they left where they'd want to go, a lot of times they want to go to Japan. And, uh, so maybe a few of those guys, you think maybe like a year in new Japan and then it'd like reinvigorate them to come back to the United States. But, you know, um, Besides that, who also do you think AEW would want out of that whole list? You know, I mean, does AEW, they come in and, and be a player in here and like, you know, I mean, how can you not want Dolph Ziggler? You know, how can you not want Ali? I mean, Ali is an incredible wrestler. Uh, Shelton Benjamin with the experience. That's on like, you know, where people could go and like, what's the wisest decision? Either of you guys? Um, I mean, I, I definitely think that Ziggler or Nick Nemeth now like I, I think he uh I think he's somebody that you really should throw a bunch of money at um I think there's is that I, I just think there's so many matches there that you can do um and you know that he's the type of person that you know WWE hasn't done anything with in so long but uh he has that value and he can bring eyes to the screen and I think he's totally worth it um i personally don't want to see matt riddle in aew um i think if tony khan considers that he might wait a while at the very least but i that's just my preference i i don't want to see that um shelton benjamin maybe a short-term thing i mean i i think he's he's maybe somebody that could end up being you know a coach soon or something like that um to uh you know Others on the list, I don't know. Um, I mean, because you, you think that, like, there's just, there's only so many spots, um, and rosters are overloaded kind of everywhere. Um, you know, I could see Tennille Dashwood going back to Impact. Uh, I don't know if, like, AEW didn't, AEW would have been able to pursue her before she went back to WWE, and they didn't. Um and so if she goes back there, maybe that means Riddick Moss goes with her. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't think the whole the whole list is there's gonna be some people on that list that never step into a ring again. That's oh, yeah. just the nature of it. A lot of the people that were, you know, PC uh signees and stuff. Shanky. <laughs> uh, you know, uh yeah. well what do you think about like Emma in fact? Emma posting about yay, there's a pay-per-view uh, coming to Perth, and then their next post was never mind, I got fired today. Yeah. You know, it was like sucks. 
that that sucks um yeah and i don't i mean i don't know i don't really to me like elias seems like he you know maybe he'll go back and do some of the like pittsburgh indies he used to do maybe he's somebody that impact would try for maybe he honestly might be an nwa guy um not that that's a place that i would want to go if i were him um but the the others on the list like quincy elliott's done Uh, there was never anything good said about quincy um in terms of attitude and stuff like that i would impact want dana brooke i don't know um I mean, if I'm impact, I'm trying more to like find a way to re-sign Diana and stuff like that. But um, who I really want Tony Khan to go after her like more than anybody. But yeah, like I said, there's a lot of the Brooklyn brawler and all these people. I don't know who half these people are. I'm just gonna be honest. So <laughs> Danger, what are your thoughts? Well, the people whose names we don't know for the most part are the NCAA athletes that signed out of college to go to the PC. Most of them are probably done wrestling. If unless they go and just do lower level indies, they've got no name value. They're not. There's going to be no money in it for them. Uh, I think Ali is going someplace. I don't know whether he ends up. He'll probably end up in AEW because that's where he should end up. Uh, Moss, I can see in in Impact. Riddle should just lay low for a long time. Maybe go to Japan, but. Uh, if he if no one signs him, I would. If he has to work indies, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Type deal. He's done indies but, before. He did. He was like before he yeah. ever got signed. He was working down in yeah. Florida. So, yeah. But the thing about the thing about and we didn't. I don't know if we mentioned or not about uh, uh, Mr. Riddle. But when Mr. Riddle had that incident a couple weeks ago in the airport, he also was smashed drunk when he got off the plane. Now he had just gone to rehab. Uh, not that long ago, and uh, his rehab was for stuff a little harder than alcohol too. It, well, it doesn't help being smashed drunk coming off a no. plane, and then calling and saying that the security guard was physically uh, or uh, sexually uh, uh, assaulting you. Assaulting you, yeah. So I don't, you know, uh, yeah. So I feel. I mean, listen. I know a lot of people who are Riddle fans, and it's a bummer, you know. But uh, he, yeah, he either lay low or we're never going to see him in the world of wrestling again. I don't know. I think, I mean, he's got a place, you know, as long as he gets his demons under but control. He also hit the figure with UFC and the merger and everything. There was going to be people that remember him from his UFC run that he's going to have to answer to that might not have a favorable opinion of him any longer. Yeah. Yeah. I know he, well, he would, he tested positive for marijuana after a bunch of fights and nowadays it's legal and in places where he, got busted before. Uh, but that's, it's more than just that. I mean, he had an attitude too, and he kind of got kicked out of UFC, you know, uh, and, uh, Dana White, him, him and Dana do not get along. No. And I was gonna say Dana White is still pretty prominent in that company, you know, and in this new company, they showed the whole structure last week and he was up in there. So, you know, from, from what I was seeing other than possibly the riddle one, most of these cuts weren't made by anybody in WWE. It was all the, the, upper level TKO people now that were like cost analysis. How much do you benefit our TV compared to how much we pay you type deal? Is do you think there's more people cut that we don't know about right now too? Because Riddle came out last night in Instagram and admitted it, but and, and so a couple of people did, but no, but not, that's how we found out about a lot of these, but uh, there wasn't like a press release, you know, 
it was just them posting on social media. They, I know Fightful Select had said that there was going to be more releases this weekend, but that was the Riddle release. They were trying to get the confirmation before they announced the name officially, and Riddle came out and announced it himself while they were waiting. So I don't know if we'll see more this weekend, but we'll see. Yeah. From what I heard, that everybody expects that they're they're done at this point. Um, but I mean, who knows? And who knows how long it'll take to do another round of these. Uh, under the new company structure and stuff too. But. Yeah, well, that uh, that's I, I mean, it's pretty shocking to see the list of names. And I mean, I do remember most of them from NXT. I mean, they tried to put Shanky on uh, with uh, on uh, on SmackDown. I think it was right. Shanky had just done the Indian show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, you know, those. Uh, you know, who know who knows? Yeah, I mean. You know, uh, maybe a cost effectiveness, but if you think I, I'm guessing, last time it was cost effectiveness, there was major names that were released off of major shows, and we haven't seen that yet. So, uh, I guess we, I guess we will like like when Heath Slater got cut and Matt Cardona and all those guys, and of course those guys are all coming out of the woodwork to give uh, advice to what to do. You know, and basically Matt Cardona is like reinvent yourself. Don't wait for someone else to tell you who to be. Do your own thing. And I think that's a great advice from him because that's exactly what he did. So, um, but yeah, this is a, this is a crazy time, uh, you know, with this. And you mentioned a minute ago that they came out and yeah, they announced a new five-year deal. And uh, now with another big piece of news is now SmackDown will be coming off of Fox and going to USA, which makes me wonder, is NXT... Uh, is there a chance NXT might be gone uh, when that happens? From from what I was reading, there's a very good chance that both Raw and NXT were, aren't going to be re-upped by USA. Interesting. Interesting, because it's like you would have three nights a week on USA of wrestling. I don't know if that's what they want. And, I mean, you lose that you lose that Fox crowd. That's that. The only good thing about Fox was, besides the fact that every market has it, is you can pick it up uh, without cable TV. You can you if you have an antenna. I know, believe it or not, some people don't have cable TV. A lot of people don't have cable TV. Uh, I mean, it's like I think we're thinking like fifty percent uh, of America doesn't have cable TV. So they if they want to watch free wrestling on the antenna Friday nights at eight o'clock on Fox is when you could watch it for free. You know, on a on a broadcasting channel, and now that's going to be erased. Which you know we've seen these numbers. Uh, go down, up and down, you know, recently. But Fox usually had the largest number, largest crowd of any of the shows. And that's going to change. It's going to become more, yes. like, more like a raw numbers now. I think know? I saw like 15 out of 16 weeks, SmackDown was the most watched show on Friday nights it, of all broadcast TV and, yeah. and cable and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's dangerous. I mean, that's, you know, it's a step back for SmackDown, at least. I mean, I think the best thing they did was get that billion dollars from uh, Rupert Murdoch there and uh, in the Fox channel. Uh, you know, now they're, now they're getting $1.4 billion. So. Yeah. I, yeah mean, I mean, I, I think it's also like you've, you lose the cross promotional stuff or the, I mean, how many times would you see something pop up about SmackDown on say like a, an NFL broadcast or whatever, um, where I think that kind of stuff is, is pretty valuable. Um, you know, they can go to another network and be fine. I just, I think more than anything, I, I just wonder if we're going to see like just an insane amount of money thrown at them from like Amazon, which to me, like that's, 
uh, that's kind of a sellout move if you do it, to be honest, like because you can get a ton of money. But I mean, the amount of people that would just forget about like, you know, say, say Raw goes to Amazon. How many people are just going to stop watching Raw or not ever hear about it again and something? But they might get double the money because Amazon has all this money to throw at whoever. So um, I don't want to see something like that happen. But um, I do think there's a I think leaving Fox is there are some things that you really do lose out on in terms of uh, just exposure and promotion and stuff like that. So, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and if you watched like last Smackdown last night, you saw the multiple promos for uh, college football going on in the NFL as well. So you're right. There's a lot of crossover and they do get a lot of run. I mean, nothing like here, you know, hearing the announcers bring up the uh, catch, catch SmackDown live every Friday night, you know, or whatever, you know, which is always pretty cool. Uh, you know, it, you know, I mean, they kind of brought up the point that I, I've heard the rumors too, that possibly AEW's pay-per-views might be going to max uh, next year and they'd have 12 uh, in the year. So uh, 12 pay-per-views instead of what yeah. is it five now? I think they just added this new one that I saw them promoting. Uh, they're supposed to be adding one in six now as well. Oh, is it this? It was it Russell dream. Is that what it is? I can't remember what the name of the of... rest yeah, Russell... a week from tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Russell dream, which they've been promoting like crazy, but yeah, they, they are supposed to be AEW is in the middle of, of negotiating a contract as well. And so we could, you could have, um, I would not mind that if they put their pay per views on Max because Ma- I have it's when Max is one of the channels I do subscribe to. Yeah, but I think it would be a sports tier as well, so it's an additional charge. Never mind. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, but you know that I mean, but that's that's the future of broadcasting. And now, uh, you know, I mean, now we got to see what the fallout of SmackDown coming back to USA. I mean, I don't even know if SmackDown's ever been on USA. I don't think it has. It's been. I think, uh, it, I think it was. It was before Fox. Okay. Was yeah. Well, it wasn't Friday. I know that it was Thursday night. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. Okay, so yeah, it's been a while. My brain gets right, but man, that's that's some huge news. Uh, you know, as well from WWE coming out this week. Let's talk a little bit about AEW Grand Slam this past week. We watched. We had Grand Slam. That was a uh, you know heavily, heavily, heavily hyped show. Uh, on uh, uh, on uh, AEW, they've been hyping it for such a long time. Dynamite, quote unquote, uh, Grand Slam taking place in the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Um, overall, I mean, well, I think that when we were chatting on Wednesday, I was like feeling that at one point every title was going to change that was on the show. Uh, but we did see a couple titles change on it. What'd you guys think of Grand Slam? I mean, uh, we knew that the ticket sales were. We're, we're suffering a little bit before the show, and it seems like they filled up the place pretty good. Yeah, I think the the last couple of days, like they uh, they did more promotion around uh, New York City, and and I know they did some like uh, ticket specials for up top and stuff, but they really did. Uh, it looked a lot better than I expected it to. They the, those last couple of days helped a lot. Um, I don't. I, it makes me think though, like maybe part of it i don't know like you don't have the same appeal in year three of something like that the ticket prices were way too high um i also wonder if anybody like that was maybe on the fence about going that would have gone in the past then realizes like 
right? They don't have a split roster, but like clearly with what they've announced for this week with like collision tonight and stuff, like you're not going to see Brian Danielson. You're not going to Kenny Omega wasn't advertised. Like there were a lot of people that just weren't uh, advertised for the show or didn't appear on the show. Um, but they did. I think the show's yeah. were really good. Yeah. They did have that double rampage taping after. So they went full four hours of, televised wrestling uh that i think they split rampage before and after oh they did before and And some people were really complaining about that because like oh we missed hook because he wrestled at 7 30 and it's like well the ticket says like 7 30 like if you chose not to get there until eight that's on you um i don't know uh i think the the shows were good um the injuries were not um I don't know. It wasn't the best Grand Slam. And like when I think of like I, I think of like Danielson last year and stuff and whatever. And like I, I just I don't know. It was there's so much being squozing into a short period of time right now. Like just coming off of all in and all out and Wrestle Dream next week and all this stuff that it wasn't as big of a deal as maybe it felt like in previous years. Um, but I know Tony said like maybe maybe this could become a pay-per-view uh in the future um you know like one of those 12 or something like that and i just i don't know it, it's a it, maybe they would draw better on the weekend too who knows but still enjoyable i mean and a good win for mjf all things considered and, yeah yeah and we got we and then you know we see uh you know uh i mean they start right off the bat of the the show uh, I mean, right, right off the beginning of the show, they decided to do the Claudio uh, match with uh, uh, Eddie Kingston, and they and they had a belt title change on that, which is like pretty shocking. I think uh, you know. I mean, I don't know if it's shocking or not. I mean, uh, they've been building that up for a long time, but uh, I I 100% expected that change, and that was honestly like one reason why I was like, I kind of want to go just to see that, and it was great to see the love that everybody gave Eddie on that. Um, I mean, I, I, the match was great. I loved seeing the, the like very quick, reluctant handshake and just like quickly throwing the belt onto his shoulder and walking away kind of thing. Like you don't need to be friendly. You don't need to, there's too much handshaking and wrestling these days, but that was perfect, um, to kind of close the book on, on that whole thing. Um, but I don't, I'm, this is such a small note, but it's weird to me that like, like that's a huge moment in like Eddie's career and everything. A lot of people have been waiting years to see something like that. Wish Bobby Cruz had been ring announcing that like, and it's for the ROH world title. And he was there cause he, he did last ring night. Announced, yeah. Like the main event of rampage last night. Yeah, so like, yeah. why would, why did Justin Roberts do that? But I digress. Yeah, that was, I mean, and, and then, I mean, every match promoted showed up pretty quick. Cause then next we got Jericho and Sammy and, uh, you know, uh, it was a good match. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, Jericho, I don't know. I don't know why Jericho goes over all the time over everybody, but. Uh, uh, well, that the opposite. They had, to, they had to get to the 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 ending of it. They had to do the callback to Shawn Michaels and Jericho. Okay. Which was which was done very well. So I'm I was happy with that. I, uh, so I, I do think it was done well. Um, I think Jericho has been losing too much that I feel like he needed to win this, even though like, obviously it, like at some point, Sammy will get his win over Jericho and that will help. Um, but I feel like Jericho has been almost, I don't want to say putting too many people over, but it's, 
it's at the point where beating him doesn't mean as much as it did when like action andretti did it because now it feels like he loses a lot and therefore like what is it really doing for people um so it's it's kind of weird to feel that way like he and he he put osprey over and all that stuff um i i did not want to see another sammy turn i like that he's separate from jericho finally um and i want jericho to stay on his own he doesn't need to build yet another stable or anything like that um i just i don't know like i feel like you finally were able to get people appreciating sammy again and now we're going right back to this um that i hope if if this is what we're doing then like just keep it this way for a long time but going um, with don Cal- to- going re-exiting the ring with don callis and everything uh you know yeah the, the callis thing is interesting i mean like i would just love to see like him and dominic mysterio just do entrances back to back and just nobody can talk <laughs> oh my the, god the yeah. they're <laughs> Don Callis absolutely absolutely muted out so loud uh uh last night uh on rampage you know that taping part when he was out there it was just it was it just blows my mind how loud people can get for those guys but yeah now he's yeah that was uh i thought it was interesting so the, we next up we had mox uh defending uh the uh, the title he had just won a couple weeks ago against uh, um, Ray Phoenix. Yeah, Ray, Ray Phoenix and Mox supposedly being concussed in the pre-fight brawl. They said, which I haven't gone back and watched yet. I want. I was just curious oh, about. Yeah. It. But he obviously when he was Phoenix moving. Does slow. like a flip dive off the off the ramp. Um, it almost looked like. I mean, that was, yeah, like the very beginning, but it almost looked like when Phoenix caught him, like with the legs, it was almost like a a real unintentional, huge, uh, like mega famouser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, where like it, it got him in the head, but then, of course, like the head came down on the mat uh, on the outside as well. But um, you could tell that like after that, like especially like immediately after that, it like moxley got up and then kind of like tumbled back down and then everything was just off yeah um the announcers it's were, unfortunate yeah. you know i never want to see anything like that happen um but i and i appreciate that they called an audible given the situation i just that match went way too long uh i i think it would have been long if everybody was healthy but like it did not need to stretch out that much after he's just out of it yeah like, the, it wasn't good the announcers were talking about how it seemed like he had slowed down at one point and he did they picked up on well, an immediate like when i went back and watched it i was yeah. just like oh wow like they immediately knew that like this was off and i mean things like i noticed little things during the match when watching it live and i was just like this seems off or whatever but i didn't really think that until i went back and watched that dive and it's like oh okay yeah that makes sense um because initially like once the pinfalls happens it was just like oh maybe it's the pile drivers or whatever because to be honest like so the pile drivers didn't are not what hurt him um or those modified pile drivers but like still not a good thing for a guy to be taking right after he has clearly suffered a concussion like there was still contact happening on those that like doesn't need to happen um so to me like this was this match was a fail in terms of uh, 
it it should have been taken home a lot sooner. And well, I mean, uh, Rick Knox really messed it up. Yeah, too. if you watch the match and you watch the end, you can see Moxley yelling at him after he didn't count the third. He said he said something to him. You could see it clear as day. That uh, well, yeah, you could you could see what he said to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, because it's like, well, wow, he screwed up because he 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 Mox is telling him to count three. You know, and uh, then he did the, it was like a package pile driver he did. That's what, like, that, like, uh, that's, he did it again and then got the three count there. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why you would, uh, obviously, Mox knows something's wrong. Fenix knows something's wrong. Yeah. Why would you pick him up and give him another pile driver? It was safe. I just don't you know saw, what, yeah. what do you, what do you do in that moment? Like, yeah. after, like, I, I hope that the, and, like I'm not gonna make any excuses for Rick Knox on that because he's he's had a rough few weeks to be quite honest. Um, the communication should be there, where Rick Rick Knox should know this is the finish. I'm counting three, and I feel like in this circumstance, like he's got the earpiece in, he's got to know like the audible or whatever, but I'm guessing he didn't know like, okay, this is the three and he stops. And there's a lot of arguments out there of like, you know, the referee just needs to be legitimate. Always. If somebody takes too long to kick out or whatever, like that's on them. Um, I think there's a ton of pressure on referees that people don't think about or whatever. I mean, if you're on, you're live on TBS in front of a stadium of people and you're just like, you're looking at the shoulders and you're hoping that you get this right and that you don't like miss like, oh, the other shoulder kicked out or whatever. Like there should be the communication there that Rick Knox knows like, all right, this is it. I'm counting three. There's no discrepancy or whatever, because the second that he stopped counting, everybody in that building was booing the hell out of him because it, it ruined the entire match at that point uh the, the cover mean, by the announcers on that was awful too the actually twitch is that what that was <laughs> no he didn't move <laughs> yeah no in fact true he, but i mean what do you do if you're commentating yeah, that? Yeah. i mean I, like i've been in situations calling a match before where clearly the referee messed up and it's just like uh, I don't know what to say. Like, I think everybody watching, I, I think Mox, knows what just happened. I think and, Mox said to Phoenix, "Do it again," and then he did it again, and then they got the three count because it was pretty much the same move he had just done. Yeah, so exact same move. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, that he had to have. It was very, you know, you know, and I felt terrible for the guy, but yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, but you know, at least listen. At least in the next match, we got uh, Soraya and Tony Storm, and we got Sea Girls kiss in the middle of the ring. So. We got that, you know, after that. So Tony Storm is my favorite character on television right now. Yes. I love that. She's character. Great. And, <laughs> and it's along those lines, absolutely 100% the right call for her to not get the title back there or anytime soon. Cause that character just, the character needs to be on the chase for the title. And it would make no sense for her to be all weird and distraught and stuff when she has the belt. So, um, I really like what they're doing with with her and that I thought the match was all things considered pretty good. Um no complaints on that. Yeah, that was uh uh that I you know, it was we we, we were really tr we, it was a really treat to watch that wrestling on Wednesday night because of all all the matches really had a lot of meaning behind them every single one of them. No, I, I going into this, I mean, how many times on this show have I said like 
this card for this upcoming pay-per-view sucks. I'm not looking forward to this, whatever and stuff like going into Wednesday. I was like, I like this card. This is, this is good. Like, let's keep doing it. And I'll say right now too, like I really like the wrestle dream card so far. Um, I feel a lot better about that than I have felt about other AEW pay-per-view cards in advance in a lot of recent shows. So, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, they're going to get uh, they're going to get some high profile matches. That's for sure. Dan, big Brian Danielson's wrestling someone he you know Zach Saber Jr. He called him out, and it's like it's something he's wanted to do. They both wanted to do so. So we come down to the last match though on a Grand Slam on Wednesday, and it's MJF versus Samoa Joe. And uh, uh, a quality match. I mean, I mean, MJF obviously the smaller of the two, you know, and uh, has to, you know, has had twenty minutes on TV to figure out, you know, to 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 show you how he could beat a guy like Samoa Joe. He does beat Samoa Joe. He does beat, you know, but in the process, Adam Cole comes running out and looks like Adam Cole's now hurt uh, after Adam Cole that stage setup. I don't know what was going on. It like. It didn't go down to the floor. It went right to the the ring, but there was like gaps, you know. Um, it was just a weird. Well, the stair, like the problem is, yeah. The the if you're gonna take the stairs down, um, because it was pretty high up or whatever. But yeah. if you're gonna take the stairs down, you gotta you're basically like turning and walking back toward the stage as you're going down the stairs to then turn around or whatever. So multiple people during the tapings during both shows there were just kind of like, no, I'm not taking the stairs, <laughs> um, and when you look at like when Adam Cole came out, like it clearly appeared that he had to, he had to get there immediately, probably should have left or been sent out sooner than he was. Um, but he, the second yeah. he hopped down, I was just like, he left especially over. somebody yeah. who jammed their ankle in the past week. The second he hopped down, I was just like, Oh no, like you, you knew this is not good. His ankle, um, his ankle rolled when he hit, and he got up real quick and hobbled his way there. But he jumped off the top of that platform down. He skipped the steps altogether, and that's what screwed him up, right, Danger? Oh yeah, he landed, and you knew immediately. I mean, he went from he went from running down the ramp to limping over to the other side of the ring. It was it it didn't look fun. I I give him props for going through with the rest of everything he had to do and making his time and all that kind of stuff. That's yep. not easy. I've had ankle injuries. I've had knee injuries. That's not easy to to do that when you're in that much. It's a lot of pain. Oh yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that. Um, you know, he he got it done. I I'm assuming that this puts a serious jeopardy on him and MJF being able to defend against uh, the righteous at uh, yeah. Wrestle Dream. Um, that they'll just do that some other time. But um, yeah, I, I it's a uh, I liked the match itself. Um, again, I'm not a big Roddy Strong fan, but I the this stuff has been fun. I was kind of hoping at some point, like after Roddy had that, uh, he sat up in the hot, very creaky hospital bed and went down. <laughs> I was I was kind of hoping at some point, like that we were just going to see, like during the match, like Roddy Strong just driving his hospital bed down that ramp toward the <laughs> ring. Adam, Adam, but no, we didn't get it. It's probably dangerous. Maybe, to maybe do next that. time. It's probably dangerous, probably. anyways. You know the, the way yeah. that, that was set up. Well, yeah. I and this is a totally unimportant note, but like I, I really like when they do the ramps that go straight to the the ring like that. That I kind of wish that would just be the thing always, and then maybe at that point too, people would be used to it and they would know. All right, I'm not going to hop down like this and destroy my ankle and stuff like that too. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, and, and Joe Joe was perfect in all of this, and he put MJF over. I I, I had kind of mixed feelings again talking about like the the handshake stuff and everything that there's too much of that kind of stuff going on in wrestling, but um, that's a it's a good win to keep MJF's momentum going. And and also perfect that he had with this character that he's doing. Absolutely perfect to have the most intentionally pandering jacket of all time walking oh, in yeah. the ring with like, here's the Mets and the Yankees. Here's the Bills and the Jets. Like, yeah. I saw the Bills like, on there. It's like, what? <laughs> we, we got to hear Taz say that the Bills are the only team that plays in New York. It yep. was great. Yeah. Always appreciate that. It is yep. true. It is true. So, yeah, that was. Yeah, he, uh, you know, I mean, is it was it as good as Sammy Guevara's uh, light up uh, vest that he wore coming out? Uh, I don't know. I like that vest though. Uh, you know, it's poking a little fun at Jericho from about ten years ago. You know, with a light up vest or light up jacket. So um, overall, very very good show. And obviously, the ratings also showed that people were watching too because it, it had a big boost over the week before. Um, and then they taped two two hours or around that they taped two hours of Rampage, which unfortunately I just watched the second hour, what before the show started because I had fallen asleep watching the first hour last night, and uh, we now have a new triple a new uh, what do they call them a three threes champion for Ring uh, of Honor World Six Man World Six Champions. Man for yeah for for Ring of Honor yeah. now now the old. Uh, trios champion from uh, AEW now is the world six man tag champ for Ring of Honor, which was I don't know pretty cool. It was nice. Well, kind of it, it but it is Hangman instead of Omega. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. And we did get Omega appearance though. He did show up. We did get to see him come out last night. So he's he is uh, he is there and he's alive and he's uh, ready to come back. And uh, uh, everyone ran- honestly. Oh. I so I I didn't know I I mean going into these shows I was just like where is Omega what is going on here like you like I understand there's a lot going on in a short period of time and everything but um as far as we knew he was healthy and stuff and um I just don't think he's somebody that should be missing from too many major shows but uh the tag match that they're setting up for Wrestle Dream like let's go like I I uh Omega and Jericho together cool fine and i, I kind of like the jericho more in a tag match than a singles match anyway but and then Guevara and takashita on the same team it, like uh, this is it is a wrestle dream yeah a well, lot of these are dream matches yeah. they immediately had to have an interview backstage after that with jericho where kenny omega came in and you know and they were and, and you could see it there was like stepbrothers you know it's like all of a sudden they're best friends. Well, no, it wasn't that quick, but it was like, it was, you know, they, you know, it's, you came out to help me. You, I didn't need your help or whatever, you know, it's like, whatever. Uh, it, it's going to be fun though. That's definitely going to be fun uh, seeing where that well, goes. Well, and, and the most important part in all of that, I mean, so like the elites had their, their moments in kind of separated. We haven't talked about how, Prince Nana starts dancing at ringside during Swerve's entrance in the middle of the main event last night was just, it's even better with the the clips that the fans took and put online and Nana was sharing on Instagram and stuff like that. Like 
the dance somehow is the same thing, but it keeps getting better. And the crowd was like doing it with him and stuff. And I was just like, it it was weird. Like I saw the clips. That was luckily the only thing that was spoiled for me before watching the show live last night. Um, but then it was weird watching, like after seeing the clip of him dancing or a couple clips of it, watching the actual broadcast last night and being like, oh, this all happened in like a pretty serious time in the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a goofing around <laughs> part or whatever, which just added a whole nother dynamic to it. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm so happy they they re-signed him and stuff. Nana's awesome. Yeah, and so we're getting we're gonna get a big page versus uh, swerve match coming up sometime soon. Is it gonna it, Russell Dream? It's gonna be Russell Dream. Okay, I wasn't sure if they had yep. officially made it or not for that. I actually have the rundown for Russell Dream in our news here that I haven't gotten to yet. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they've been tay to tang with each other, you know, bumping heads and stuff the last couple of weeks. And I figure when Swerve came out to watch. That uh, you know, it was gonna. It's leading definitely, making the leading faster to this happening. So good. Not everything has to revolve around the elite, I guess. When it comes to Adam Page, you know, um, he can go off and do his stuff. You yeah. know, and I, I mean, giving them the, I don't know, it's a little strange in some ways, but giving those guys the ROH trios belts, basically, like it's a way to kind of keep them relevant and not have them always be the focus of like the AEW trios division or whatever. Like, I think it's a good temporary solution um, to do that stuff. And uh, just looking forward to seeing the matches that like those three can have. The only thing is like, I don't know how often we're actually going to see like the bucks and hangman defending those belts on ROH TV on honor club that not many people I know subscribe to. Um, I thought it was another really good show this week, but it's just, that's something that like, I don't know, hopefully they can get this max deal going and they can get like ROH on there, even though it's a separate company and all that, whatever, uh, or legally a separate company, but clearly the same thing. But, um, I like yeah, that. that was a, yeah. that was a fun little surprise last night. It kind of weird to take it off the, the existing champs. Um, cause they were having a, a good run there, but crowd was happy cool so uh we're getting to the part of the show where i'm just going to go through the news and we will get out of here because we don't want to go forever and ever even though we do but we don't okay uh so uh if you're watching AEW collision tonight which is going to be live i'll give you the lineup right here and danielson we talk about him not being on tv a lot he will be on tv he's taking on ricky starks in a texas death match tonight uh the way they promoted like they said like there was some line about like, oh, this feud's finally going to come to a head or something. I was like, this feud just started like not even a month ago. Yeah. Like he got me mean. He got like, me. Okay, he, he, been yeah. in the ring a couple times together, but like this was literally like the night before All Out that yeah. it started. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Ricky Steamboat's going to be there? Because that's what really was the catalyst to this whole feud was him whipping Ricky Steamboat. You know, so. But nevertheless, we're going to get a Texas death match tonight between Brian Danielson, Ricky Starks, Luchasaurus versus Darby Allen versus Christian Cage in a three-way for the TNT Championship. Will this be the way? A lot of Christian- people unhappy in Hamilton right now that Christian just got pulled from the Comic Con. Oh yeah, for this. Will Christian uh, win the title and actually have the title now and be able to wear it and claim he is the champion now? We'll find out after tonight. Uh, Andrade El Idolo versus Jay White, which they. Promoted heavily on Rampage last night. Uh, I think I'm excited. And is probably going to be the best match of the week. Yeah, I'm excited. I, about I that can't one. wait for that one. 
So get this, Rob Van Dam is making his second appearance on AEW. Him and Hook are taking on Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. Um, RVD making a second appearance. Uh, it, it is his hometown, so it makes a lot of sense. But uh, RVD, close enough. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Battle Creek, Grand Rapids. I mean, I guess yeah. that's only like <laughs> it's close. A little over an hour. Yeah. That's fine. He, yeah. he lives near there. Or he actually he lives in California, so I mean he doesn't even live near there. But he was from there. Uh, FTR uh, versus the uh, Workhorsemen, J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry for the AEW Tag Team Titles. Um, that would be interesting. They, they've cut, I, you know, I mean, that was a great promo they cut, though, off uh, FTR, so we'll see what we get tonight. And Willow versus Julia Hart uh, coming out last night to save Willow to save Sky Blue from Julia Hart, you know, beating her senseless after she'd already beaten her. So the tonight is yeah collisions from Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, the Van Andel Arena, and uh, uh, RV. great soft pretzels in that building if you're going. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I just don't understand this like booking sometimes. Like again, they got so many people on the roster. Like I feel like we keep now getting in these situations where like we just saw Julia wrestle on TV last night. Yeah. And then she's wrestling again tonight. And that happened with somebody on the male side, like last week. And it's like, can we just, can we even this out a little bit? Like, okay. Like Willow ran out, like you're setting up that match. Great. Like have that match next week. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, I do want to tell you, they only have one match so far set for AEW dynamite this week. And it's, uh, it's not even a match. It's a uh, Swerve Strickland is si- uh, doing a signing for Russell dream with hangman page. So I think there's probably more matches that I just wasn't able to find that they're promoting, but uh, that's what's out so far. If you watch Collision tonight, they'll probably give you a whole list of matches by the time the uh, the show is over. Um, some other news. I would hope so. Yeah. Some of these some of these go home shows have not had a lot of matches promoted to try to sell those last minute tickets that I think a lot of people like expect because they usually give you too much information ahead of time and. Hopefully it's not just a week like, oh, well, this is just a go home show. So you're just going to see a bunch of talking. I think they listen to the show because I make fun whenever they have this person's going to talk and that person's going to talk and this person's going to talk. Yeah. We hear from this person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Woohoo. Uh, uh, some other news from this past week, the XFL and USL, USFL are expected to merge. Multiple reports include indicate that the XFL, which is owned by a group that includes Dwayne, the rock Johnson and his ex-wife, Danny Garcia, is in negotiations with the USFL to form a single spring football league. Excuse me. So kudos for them. That's probably why The Rock was with um, uh, Pat McAfee last week. Uh, he was doing. Uh, he was on his show, and then he showed up on SmackDown. And of course, if you watch any WWE program this week, you got to see a recap of that in detail multiple times on every show that the rock had made an appearance. Yes. You know, cause I think we're going to get rock at WrestleMania this year. I think it's without doubt, well, without doubt happening. The, the, the numbers that clipped it on social media are just outrageous. Absolutely. A hundred million views in three days and a hundred, I think they said 153 last night. Yeah. Million. That's absolutely insane for anything. Yeah. We are, we're going to get the rock at WrestleMania in Philadelphia. So, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation, but I, that's, it's not the right move in my mind. Well, um, some more news, former WWE wrestler, Barbie blank, uh, who you might remember as Kelly Kelly 
uh, took to social media and announced the birth of her twins, Brooklyn Marie Koba and Jackson Matthew Koba. The twins were born September 10th. Blank and her added that they're perfect and healthy. Congratulations to Barbie and her husband, Joe Koba, of the arriving twins. Yay. Jake Hager, who uh, retired from MMA, he announced this past week that he's done with MMA. And we saw him managing uh, uh, on uh, last night on Rampage. So he is now managing um, um, your guys there, uh, 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 Batmanard. And I think he's managing them, isn't he? He was out there with him. Hager? Yeah. He was out yeah, there. Yeah. I, I, why? I just, I don't know. Like, the JS is done. Like, do we need to keep all these people affiliated? Let, let's just let 2.0 do their thing or go back to just 2.0 and Garcia together. But, um, yeah. I'm happy to see 2.0 getting matches again. Uh, didn't know what was going to happen when JAS dissolved and happy to see them getting some work. So, yeah. So, so Jake Hager was out there, you know, he was I, either he was managing or he was acting like a third or whatever, but he, he was running around outside the ring the whole time. Um, he's got to have the easiest, like big money deal in all of wrestling. I would probably agree. I mean, you know, what, what does he wrestle two matches a year now? You know, I was, I can't remember the last time he wrestled. It was against a big guy. Maybe it was Luchasaurus. I can't remember. It was somebody. It's a long time ago, though. Um, AEW stars Julia Hart uh, and Lee Johnson are set to get married soon. Yes, uh, Julia Hart admitted it uh, on a podcast or something like that, and they're getting married October 13th. So, or let's see. They're going to tie the knot on Thursday, October 12th, or Friday, October 13th. So kudos to them. Julia Hart, what's she like, 21? You know, I how old is that girl? She looks like she's like just graduated from high school. 22 or 23, something yeah. like that, yeah. She, she is uh, she's very young looking. She's very beautiful, but very young looking. So uh, let's see, AEW, uh, Russell Dream pay-per-view. We've got a few matches set up so far. Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr., Swerve Strickland, Hangman Page, FTR versus Aussie Open for the AEW tag titles. That's if they retain them tonight, you know. Uh, Shibata defends the P ROH Pure Championship, and MJF and Adam Cole defend the ROH titles against who won the four way? Was it last night? It was, oh, it was the uh, the righteous, the righteous, yeah. which is a surprise to me. Um, I didn't see that one coming, but yeah, so uh, cool kudos to them. Um, I did mention John Moxley uh, made the mid match call to have Ray Phoenix beat him for the AW International Championship during Wednesday's Dynamite. Moxley suffered what was later diagnosed as a concussion during his pre-match brawl, and we, we've already went in depth on that already. Anyways, the Elimination Chamber was announced to be taking place in Perth, Australia, at the Optus Stadium, uh, Saturday, February twenty fourth, twenty twenty four. So that's the next. That's just coming up. It's the match. It's the pay per view before WrestleMania, and Danger. What was it? Starts at six a.m. Is that what it was? Six a.m. Eastern Time. I don't know about that. I don't know how people are going to get up for a 6 a.m. pay-per-view. Uh, you know. Uh, it's a good thing they don't rely on pay-per-view revenue and they can just watch it on Peacock later. That's true. You can watch it later or you can. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I think if you if you are world wrestling entertainment, like, you've got to run the world and, like, you can do, like, I'm fine with it. The People get up early. Like, I've gotten up crazy early for the occasional, like, international hockey game. People do it all the time for soccer and stuff. It's just one, like. Yeah they deserve to get a show. So I'm fine with it. And you can't really time wise. I mean, you can't have the show starting at like, I don't know, 3am there or whatever. You got, like you, like, you know, the funny thing is UFC did that whenever they would do pay-per-views from Australia, 
they would start them at three on the morning on a Sunday for a Saturday night pay-per-view that would start at 10 here in the United States. I, I always thought that was crazy. It's like the middle of the night and these guys are fighting and there's a crowd there too. And it's like, but they do, they would do, I remember didn't WWE used to tape delay their pay-per-views when they were like in like, didn't they tape delay the SummerSlam that was over in, in yes. yeah. So they wasn't that by like two days or yeah, maybe it was not, a, a yeah. significant yeah. period of time. Yeah. So yeah. I, I knew that they used the to the world's different. You can't get away with that now though. I mean, apparently not. Yeah. Spoilers. And, you, and there I, it's too easy to see spoilers when you're not even looking for them and you don't want to see yeah. them. Yeah. And UFC also uh, relies on pay-per-view revenue. Still, they don't have the, they have the streaming deal, but they, I mean, they still get a huge cut of money from, from pay-per-view. So that's why they would do that because their money comes from the U S yeah, and speaking of John Jones is fighting next month uh, at Madison Square Gardens UFC 295, uh, which ought to be pretty a pretty big deal around here, possibly. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, so they're gonna have a pay per view in the middle of the night. It ought to be interesting. One last thing before we get out of here, uh, Friday, I mentioned we mentioned Friday Night SmackDown is signed to go back to the USA Network October 2024. Uh, they're going to, and not only will that with this new deal, they have this five-year domestic media rights partnership with NBC universal, but they also will, WWE will produce four, five, four primetime specials per year. That'll air on NBC marking the first time WWE will air on the network in primetime. So, uh, so in the next year, we're going to get four NBC, uh, WWE special events. Maybe it'll be Saturday night main event or something, you know? Uh, I'm, just, I'm sure it's going to be something like that, you know. Uh, so I think they, and I think you know, Saturday Night Main Event used to be at 11:30. I don't think they, I think they'll be more like prime time, as they say. So that's about all the news I got on here. You guys got anything to plug? I know ESW is tonight, right, Rob? Indeed, it is. Uh, yeah, ESW turn it up tonight in Niagara Falls, New York. Scotty too hotty, right? <laughs> Scotty too hotty. Turn it uh, up. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm, I really, I really like the card for this show uh, tonight. It's going to be a fun one to call. There's a uh, is Scotty Tawadi against Gregory Iron. Um, there's uh, a brother versus brother number one contender match: Vince Valor against Bill Collier. Um, but a lot of just uh, top names on the Indies kind of coming in and stuff. Waves and Curls makes their return. Challenge for the tag belts. Um, it'll be a it'll be a solid show. Six o'clock in Niagara Falls. Doors open at five. Uh, believe Scotty Tuati will be doing a meet and greet intermission. Um, but yeah, ESW Wrestling on the social medias or dot com will get you the info. Very cool. Anything else? So I guess let's see. So next week. So we got two weeks before the next uh, AEW pay per view, right? Uh, a week no, from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Yeah, somehow, Sunday. somehow, a week from tomorrow is October. Yeah, I was going to say. So it's right. Today's the twenty third. So a week from today is the thirtieth, last day. Okay. Well, we will be doing a pre show then, I guess, for the AEW Russell Dream next uh, Sunday. And uh, I can't think of anything else to plug. So I'm just going to say uh, thank you, everybody, for watching in the chat room. There's a bunch of people. George just popped in. George always gets in right after we're about to end. But he'll like go and watch the whole thing, which we certainly appreciate. But uh, everybody have a great wrestling week, and we'll see you here next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel.